Hi guys, welcome to the Tiny Winnet podcast. I'm your host Tiny Winnet and this is the first episode, the launch day. Okay, I could have easily like added the sound, but like <laughs> I just felt like doing it myself or whatever. So yeah, today we're just gonna be looking at the Duke and I, aka Bridgerton, the famous Netflix series, which is based on the book The Duke and I by Julia Quinn. Literally the to die for series, you know, it just encourages everyone to look for a Duke and just, you know, get his. Which is uh, most unlikely not to happen, but see, a girl can dream, right? Yeah, a girl can dream. So, there are a lot of things that, you know, the Duke and I teaches us. Like, it's a whole series, a Bridgerton book series. And it's obviously the standard of relationships changes over time, just like fashion, the standard of beauty or tech or, you know, because nowadays your relationship, you know, hashtag is become more of a hashtag and um wanting to be seen as the ideal instagram couple or pinterest board couple whatever the case may be it's very rare to find people who just don't want to post about themselves anymore nowadays whereas back in the day it was like if you were in a relationship with someone you keep it low key and you you just do your own thing today you know posting your loved one is actually a sign of appreciating them and just feeling so proud to be with them or it can steam off from insecurity you want people to know but you know that's okay after reading the duke and i and watching bridgerton the first season on netflix go and check it out you know every girl has just been like or at least my friends and myself you know be thinking like if if i could you know score a duke or a prince at the very least i mean the duke was just like a greek god you know an inferno and then the prince was just like this emotional guy who's just really sweet and really loving it was just also adorable but you know it's, it's not what every girl wants you know what i'm saying but i'll move on and you know you want to but then the thing about the duke and i that we have to know and bridgerton is number one it's not real it's fictional romance so the possibility of you marrying a duke is close to zero it depends where you are and what you do whatever the social circles that you run in number two the book is based in a time of the past where you know being able to marry for love was rare which is funny because you know back then some of these girls wanted to marry like Daphne she wanted to marry for love nowadays a Daphne would want to marry for money damn it's, it's strange it really is strange how things change with time and it just evolve to be the opposite it's strange and then number three i'm going to repeat it's 
all fiction so if you are reading the juke and die if you watch bridgerton you're having all these oh my god that's exactly what i want honey stop it or else you are going to hurt yourself honey so don't do it don't so you know it gives us fantasy vibes but at the same time there's some really good tips in the book that may come off with like flaws but they really teach us about the reality of relationships in, in a way and i just wanted to talk about that i just you know they change the way that you behave in your specific relationships with people in general or your intimate relationships with your boyfriend or your you know your spouse so number one is you know accepting the feeling called longing okay basically in the book we see a lot of people long for stuff or things or people but some are in denial and some are afraid of rejection and we see this every day in our personal life okay a lot of people longed for michael b jordan but they were afraid of being rejected so they didn't slide in his dms okay and now want to act all hurt and feel you know abused when they discover he's you know moving on and it happens you know when you long for something sometimes it's not always it's not evil longing for something i don't think it's evil it depends on what it is if you long for someone and you just want to see the best from them and you want them to reach their maximum potential there's nothing wrong in in longing for that person but the problem always comes especially with the person who is longing they deny this fact and they just kind of pile up other things or they start resenting the person or they start you know being cold towards the person because they're trying to cover up their longing that becomes a really big problem so you have to accept the fact that look i long for this person it does not necessarily mean that you have to take action you have to look and accept your feelings as they are just accept the fact that look i long for mr x and then you start from there you start to analyze do i really like mr m mr x sorry and stop working from there look at the things that you actually long for you know all that stuff you see that simon wants to be in a family right simon is the duke and he wants to be in a family and okay wait wait i just realized i think i should give y'all a little summary for those who didn't read or watch bridgerton okay so basically we have this family it's a very tight-knit family the bridgertons you know and the husband he died so obviously back then the firstborn son becomes the viscount and he's the one who's heading this house so it's the viscount and his brothers benedict and collins and the younger one who i unfortunately have forgotten his name but because he's young we don't have to worry about him and then he's got his sister daphne who is now of age and she has to get married he has other sisters like uh eloise and hyson 
who are not yet of age but are about to be and then he has a cousin of his who's going to join them who's called uh francesca we're gonna get into that so basically you know everyone has their problems the juke and i focuses on daphne daphne wants to get married because she's of age she's the diamond of the season she's pretty she's she's just everything any guy would want you know but you know she wants to get married for love she wants to have this ideal relationship that was uh, created by her mother and late father so she wants to find that for herself but you know she she doesn't find it until the juke comes in but the juke Aniti, he has his personal problems and you know because he the juke when he was a child he had a stammering problem and then his father didn't love him didn't accept the fact that he stammered and it just caused problems and he vowed the juke vowed that he would never marry or have a child so obviously when he comes back to london because he was just around the world traveling when he comes back to london with uh and he sees miss bridgerton you know he sees this really pretty girl but he's friends with anthony the older brother the viscount and you know you can't just like today you can't really date your best friend's sister especially when you have rackish behavior so that happens and then you know these guys daphne and the juke because they don't want to be pestered anymore by people daphne doesn't want to be followed she wants to be followed by men actually but they don't see her in that light and the juke doesn't want to be pestered by girls they decide to form a ruse and this ruse obviously is going to turn into something more than a ruse and they get married and it's beautiful but there are problems with the fact that he didn't want to marry he doesn't want children so there's going to be a problem of lying of always saying i'm sorry so basically at the end of the day they're going to fix each other to to say the least okay so that's just like a like three minute summary just to let you know what you're working with okay so he will and then simon wants to be in a family but will try and make his anger and bitterness towards his father a top priority and he longs for it but he's not gonna go after it because you know he's angry at someone else and a lot of people do this a lot of people have this problem you want something but then you start thinking of you know the past and what happened in the past don't let the past dictate what you want for your future what you really want not what you think okay you know what i grew up in a home where um I was treated badly and I know this person wants a grandson to continue a line of like juke dome. I'm not going to have a child to make this person suffer and yet you're making yourself suffer at the same time and you're only listening to this person who's dead. You know, it's it hurts the person that you're with. So don't look at the things of the past to dictate what you really want in your future we also see that Daphne she longs for him as a person she longs for him in a way that she wants to marry him she wants to be intimate with him and she wants a family with him 
and you can see that this is obviously a recipe for disaster because these two individuals want different things and for different reasons Daphne grew up in a big family it's all about love it's all about you know the cheer and he, you know her husband to be doesn't have all of that so it's always gonna cause like a certain like a conflict between them you will find that everyone everyone in this book is longing for something the girls are longing for marriage the boys are longing for sex the benedict is longing for you know an intimate relationship but with the man which was mysterious i have to say because in that time you know it would be scandalous lady whistledown would have the time of her life writing about that but you know that's what he wants should we really say no to him if that's what he wants i don't know what's your thought on it hit me up and tell me what you think about it right and then we have eloise she longs for a freedom she longs to be the single independent person who goes to university in a time where you couldn't as a woman go to university that was always reserved for the men the men would continue their education the woman should go to her governess be taught how to cook how to meet how to do her needlework perfectly how to cook how to clean all of those you know things that you need as a wife and eloise wants something bigger for herself and we have to commend her uh, i just hope that you know she she finds all of this in her journey right number two don't always be the i'm sorry guy oh my god the number of times simon and anthony said i am sorry oh a sickening look guys it's annoying and rude for you to always say i'm sorry or i'm so sorry it's so annoying why are you saying sorry mostly because you are not taking responsibility okay we have anthony not taking responsibility for his family not taking his responsibility as a viscount seriously you know he is acting like a child in a position that requires him to be acting like the man of the house and now he's always forced to apologize he's always forced to clean up and his mother is quite the fed up and we find this in real life situations where a boyfriend uh is is not taking responsibility for his actions or even a girlfriend she's not taking responsibility for her actions and just somehow thinks that saying i am sorry will help everything it doesn't okay yes saying i'm sorry is a crucial part of the relationship because apologizing is realizing one's mistake but always constantly apologizing and usually for the same thing that's awful so you have to learn how to take responsibility how to how to not always be on the wrong side of someone it stems from not knowing what you want from the other person you always apologize you long for the person but you don't even know what you long for from the person you always end up saying i'm sorry because you're not meeting this person's expectations anymore and then number three don't be pushy clingy nosy or irritable 
it's oddly unattractive oh my word we have the guy who was always pursuing Daphne but he was not wanted he got punched in the face he didn't get the message and these kind of people are the worst have you ever had this person who asks you out and you say no like in our modern times they slide in your dms and you say no but they keep coming after you and they just they just know where you are want to be where you are it's it's annoying if you have that quality stop it it's oddly unattractive i know for some people it might be like oh he's so sweet but sometimes it you know it's it's stalker behavior you know stalking someone i personally do not recommend doing that you know if a girl says no or a guy says no there's nothing wrong in moving on okay you can find you another honey okay so all right number four is it privacy or shame i'll take both in bridgerton they were afraid of shame of being shamed their families of sleeping with someone and getting caught or you know getting kissed it was a crime it was major crime right in those times every little big thing like a sexual orientation it's it's kept in secret because you do not want to be shamed right nowadays you find people wanting the opposite you know they want to post all of those intimate details so that people know but you have to make sure that you have to maintain a sense of privacy okay i've been watching the crown and bridgerton and i found that a lot of people well not even a lot of people they say privacy and all of this time i've been saying privacy so i'm a change some privacy for the culture okay so you have to look at it this way you have to maintain a sense of privacy see i can't privacy sorry (laughs) privacy in your relationship because if you hide and gloss everything up on the outside, you know, you're posting all these pictures, you're getting lots of followers, you're getting love. I'm not saying posting your significant other is bad. Make sure, make sure you get me there. But don't gloss things up if they're not glossy or glossier. If you know the lip gloss, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If it's not glossier, then don't gloss it up at all okay make sure that what's underneath the surface is beautiful as well because it would be really sad to work for something that is rotten underneath and number five which is going to be my last one for today is have an opinion especially about your life look people are going to want to take control of your life even when you get in a relationship have an opinion be an opinionated person know what you want know what you settle for and go after that if your significant other does not respect that then don't you find that in bridgerton a lot of times anthony tried to make a decision for daphne that's not the way it should be this is you know a life which daphne was meant to spend for the rest of her life 
Anthony had no business whatsoever making a decision for her. And I feel like this is a very important lesson as a woman, as a man even sometimes. You have to stand up for yourself and stand up firmly for yourself. Not everyone is going to want to support you when you stand up for yourself. So have an opinion. Let it be heard. If they don't like it, honey, they can jump over the bridge. Okay? You live your best life the way you want to live it okay so i hope that you enjoyed this podcast first episode gone you know what i'm saying next episode is on sunday make sure you check it out part two of the juke and die in relationships is coming in because i know there are a lot of more things to capture but uh, i'm going to cut it short today so that i make sure uh you know it's not too long and then next week i'm not gonna post next week because next week thursday uh that's when the viscount who i loved i would be releasing that one and then the third week is when part two is gonna come in okay so have a great day and remember you are beautiful you're talented you're smart and share this with your friends if make sure you subscribe Love y'all.